When the concept of media was formed centuries ago, its original purpose was to keep people informed, give people knowledge. The founders of this country, they foreshadowed corruption in the government. One of the purposes of the media was to keep the government honest, keep them in check. Now, although that idea was noble, we all know how that turned out. Now, me personally, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with the mainstream media. On one hand, this channel could not survive without them. The media supplies me with endless ideas for content on a daily basis. There are times where I'm disgusted with the media. There are times when I'm disgusted to the point of anger. But most of the time, I find myself fascinated with the mainstream media. We all know the media is 100% agenda-driven. In a perfect world, the media would be fair and balanced. They would provide us with information, give us both sides of the argument, and let us decide what we want to believe. When it comes to coverage of the XFL, or the XFL 3.0 as they're calling it, it is the perfect example of what media coverage should look like. To their credit, most media outlets, they have been fair and balanced with their coverage of the XFL. Judging by the ratings, I would imagine most of you guys had no idea the XFL had even restarted. When Vince McMahon relaunched the XFL in 2020, it took five weeks before the first game failed to draw a million viewers. Out of the 20 games broadcast on national television, many of which aired on broadcast networks, only two of those games failed to draw 1 million viewers. I'm sure that number would have been higher had the season not been cut short. Vince McMahon had to suspend the XFL season so the Fauci lizard could spread his special love across America through the method of fornication. The league was eventually purchased by The Rock for $15 million, arguably one of the worst purchases in modern history. Based on these ratings, very few people smell what The Rock is cooking. The XFL has seen double-digit decreases in ratings every week through the first three weeks of the regular season. Last weekend, they averaged 571,000 viewers, down 13% from their shitty ratings for week two. Three of the four games were broadcast on FX, a channel I didn't know was still in existence. Three years ago, the XFL, 1.6 million viewers the third week of the season. In the span of three years, 1 million people had decided not to waste their time watching substandard football. Hell, even the USFL was drawing a million viewers three weeks through last season. There is no other way to say it. The XFL is struggling. They are drowning. Their ship is teetering next to the sinking Titanic known as CNN. It is no secret why the XFL and other similar leagues struggle to draw an audience. For starters, we already have minor league football in this country. It's called the NCAA. The NFL already has a feeder system. With the addition of NIL, which allows college athletes to be paid, some in the millions, why in the hell would they skip college? to go make pennies in the XFL. The average XFL player's making 60 grand a year. In other words, they're starving. The people behind leagues like the XFL, the USFL, they believe in this misplaced notion that millions of Americans are starving for football 12 months a year. Obviously, this could not be further from the truth. One of the things that makes the NFL so special is the time of year when it's played. There's a reason it's called football season. We look forward to it. The weather starts cooling down. The regular season is played during the holiday season. Once the NFL ends, most people have their appetite for football satisfied. They're not interested again until September. 
This same formula has been tried over and over and over for the last three or four decades. Every time, it's failed. It doesn't work. Yet for some reason, rich people, along with television networks, they continue pouring tens of millions of dollars into a failed product. While I was reading through reports on the struggling XFL this morning, I was pleasantly surprised at the balanced media coverage. The media highlighted some positives throughout the league. They focused on some negatives, which were mainly subpar play at the quarterback position and the god-awful television ratings, but it got me to thinking. The XFL's being crucified for drawing five, six, seven hundred thousand viewers. In an attempt to boost ratings, ESPN moved games off of FX this past weekend, shifted them to ESPN, ESPN2, and ABC. I would imagine ESPN's getting destroyed by its advertisers. With prior iterations of the XFL easily drawing more than a million viewers, I am sure ESPN promised advertisers a similar-sized audience. With the XFL not even coming close they are likely having to give advertisers free time on other programming to make up for it. And by other programming, I mean shit that actually draws an audience. But anyway, XFL being crucified by the media for their dismal ratings. Got me to thinking, got me to wondering, how come we don't see this same level of media coverage when it comes to the WNBA? This morning, when I googled XFL ratings, I came across headlines like, XFL ratings continue freefall. XFL 3.0 debuts significantly lower than 2.0. XFL ratings take massive hit. Every single headline had a negative connotation to it. And for good reason, rightfully so. There is no amount of relish that can beautify this uncircumcised wiener. It's ugly. However... When I Google ratings for the WNBA regular season and playoffs, I see nothing but rainbows and beautifully dressed wieners. WNBA ratings hit 14-year high as America begs ESPN for more live footage from the dump. WNBA playoff ratings are the highest they've been in 20 years as dozens of lonely men tune in to watch Liz Cambridge shave her back hair. When I read about the failure of the XFL, the blame is rightfully placed on the league. The media blames the substandard quarterback play or the substandard play at every other position on the field. They blame the perception of the league. Vast majority of people don't take the XFL seriously. Their inability to draw an audience is the fault of no one but their own. Now contrast that coverage with media coverage of the WNBA dump. Who does the media blame? when only 200,000 people watch pretend basketball. They blame you. I cannot believe misogynists refuse to watch these gifted athletes. Last night, Natasha Cloud made history by becoming the first WNBA player to successfully dunk the basketball. Only problem was, she dunked in the wrong goal, securing the win for her opponent. Even though ratings for the WNBA playoffs set 20 years highs last season, ratings for the Dump Olympics actually declined. Well, Casey, what is the Dump Olympics? Sorry, my bad. The media refers to them as the WNBA Finals, but here on the channel, we properly identify it as the Dump Olympics. The Olympics was broadcast on ESPN and ABC, drawing 534,000 viewers. They were down a few percent from 2021. Now, who did the media blame? 
Did they point out the fact that this was some of the worst basketball ever seen, which is why no one bothered to watch? Did they highlight all the confusion? There were thousands of people tuning in for the first time. When the broadcast started and the players were introduced, this new audience, they thought they were watching the NBA G League. The beards and shaved heads caused mass confusion for people who thought they were watching women's basketball. Now, of course, once the game started and that first free throw ended up three rows in the stands, they immediately realized this was the WNBA. But no, the media, they didn't blame any of that. It couldn't possibly be the WNBA's fault that no one watches their finals. <laughs> no, 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 no. According to the media, it was the NFL's fault. You see, a couple of games during the WNBA Finals competed directly with NFL Sunday. The NFL should have moved their games to Saturday to accommodate these legendary birthing persons. Speaking of ratings, the XFL is doubling and in some cases tripling the audience of the WNBA regular season and playoffs. How come when the XFL draws half a million viewers, those numbers are perceived as a fresh turd on a hot summer day. But when the WNBA draws half a million, this dump is taking over the world! Oftentimes, when the media is making excuses for the WNBA, they point to history and longevity. The NBA has been around for almost 80 years. The WNBA is in its infancy. It's going to take time for bearded women to become the norm and resonate with fans. How come this same courtesy is not given to the XFL? Last I checked, the WNBA, they've been around for three decades, which is three decades longer than it should have lasted. This league should have been shut down after season one. The XFL's been around for what? Three years? And not three consecutive years either. The XFL essentially restarted and rebranded this season. Yet somehow, they are still managing to destroy the WNBA in the ratings. Well, Casey, that's not a fair comparison. You're comparing minor league football to minor league trash collection. Okay. If you want to compare minor league basketball to pretend basketball, look at ratings for the big three. The basketball league owned by Ice Cube. Last season, they averaged 516,000 viewers during the regular season. The WNBA, less than 400,000. And while I'm thinking about it, what is one of the biggest complaints amongst dump divers and their friends in the mainstream media? Salaries. The average dump diver is making over $100,000 a year. Average XFL player, 60000 How come the media is not pushing for higher salaries in the XFL? Supposedly, the XFL's broadcast deal, it's worth significant money. I couldn't find an exact figure, but I would assume the league is being paid by ESPN in the hundreds of millions over the course of five years. The WNBA's deal with ESPN with Disney, worth $27 million. How in the hell can dump divers be making two and a half times the salary of XFL football players. I realize there are more players to be paid in the XFL. I get all that, but why start using logic now? The media never uses logic when discussing salaries in the WNBA. Why would they start using logic now? <laughs> we all know why the XFL is covered fairly by the media and coverage of the WNBA is nothing but praise and propaganda. What's going to be interesting, though, 
is how ESPN treats the XFL going forward. The WNBA, they can draw a single fly to a fresh turd and ESPN will boost coverage of their games on ABC. If the XFL continues struggling, will they even make it through the terms of their broadcast deal, which ends in 2027? I mean, if you are not serving the wanker spankers, ESPN, they expect you to draw ratings. They're not going to keep putting you on ABC on Sundays in March when they know the NBA can deliver two or three million viewers. We'll see what happens, but give me your thoughts. XFL, struggling three weeks into the season. Can you give me another reason why media coverage of the XFL is completely different than media coverage of the WNBA? Let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.